did the ghost with the most, that Canadian legend from Canada, the GOGP show. Okay, this guy's changing podcasts. He's changing the podcast game, bro. He's almost as good as Joe Rogan guy. I mean, it's unbelievable what he's doing. All over the world, this show is being compared to a cutscene that you cannot skip. You know what really annoys me in gaming? Something so small. Credits. End game credits that you can't skip. You work so hard to beat that game, then you have to watch 25 minutes of credits. Who needs it? And this is that show. Who needs it? It's here. Can't skip it. What are you going to do? You might as well listen. You might as well just listen and enjoy. I get how those like testers who are always like they always seem to be at the bottom of the credits. I know they they want their names to be read in the long run. That's why they make it so you can't skip it. That's why they make it so that they get they can't skip the credits. This song throws me off. It's so hard to talk over this song. This song, which is back on the show. Anyway, I was talking about those testers who are always the last on the list, it seems, in the video game credits that you can't skip and you have to sit there and watching it. Sometimes I go take a pee, I go do a couple laps of the house, I go outside and mow the lawn and I come back and the credits are still going. I don't know who writes the music for the credits because they're better than Beethoven and Mozart combined because they're coming up with an hour-long song that no one's going to ever hear. But the songs are always, they, they sound legit. I don't know where they're getting these songs from. Anyway, yes, it's me, it's me, the G-O-G-P, back again, in your ears, broadcasting on a podcast, still on the podcast circuits, yeah, I was thinking about it, podcasting has to be the the bottom of like the media, like to, to be on, to be doing a medium, to be uh, spouting information. Like, you want to be in movies, that's number one. TV's number two. What's number three? Print is number three. Then radio. And the last but not but least, last but least, podcasting. What's lower than that? I guess the guy that sits at the, at the, at the corner with a sign. You know, they have, like, those, those signs draped over their chest. They're usually spouting about the end of the world. That's, that's six, okay? That's below podcasting. But here we are. We're doing a podcast. It's a GOGP show podcast. Yeah. So what are we going to do on this episode? Is it number 15? Big number 15. We're approaching that magic number 20. When I hang it up for another season. Possibly. It's looking like it. It's summertime. Summertime. Lots to do, right? You get to go to the beach. You get to go to festivals. You get to go to the, all the food festivals. The fairs. Concerts. What am I missing? Golf. What else is there? The outdoor Barbecue bashes. We get all that? Oh, wait. No, no, we don't. Okay, so maybe there'll be more than 20 episodes. Maybe there'll be more, unless they keep making video games, and I'll just keep playing that. I'll be busy. Stuff to do. I can't be sitting here doing a podcast all day. But, you know, maybe I will. Maybe I will, because you already know, right? What do you have? What do we have in store for this show? I'm going to do some fan mail. I'm going to do some game breakdowns with a special guest to be announced. TBA on that one. And then, you know, we'll do, uh, oh yeah, Cron Talk. He's been chinwagging. He's been chinwagging his ass off as usual on his own podcast. So we'll see what he's been up to. He's been mentioning my name. We'll talk about that. And then we'll get to some... Everyone's favorite, headline porn. People have been messaging me saying they don't know 
what the hell's happening in the world. They don't keep track. They don't watch TV. They don't watch the CNNs. They don't watch that whole fake news circuit. As it's known in some circles, they don't pay attention to any of that. So they rely on the headline porn right here on the GOGP show. Well, we'll get to that today. Don't worry. About it. About it. That's what we say up here in Canada. About it. Fan mail. I asked people on the old Instagram. That's right. The Grams. I asked people what the hell. Give me some content. I want to read some shit on the air. That's right. I don't care anymore. I'm swearing. I'm going to say the S word. If you have a problem with that, feel free to write a letter. All I get is hate mail. I'm not going to read all the hate mail. I'll read some nice positive stuff because we should be a little bit more positive today. I don't know why. It's a days of today, Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. Used to be a work day. Now it's just another day. Somebody wrote in, I these, these are just random messages from people. I don't know who they are. Well, some people I do. There's not very many. People are shy. They don't want to communicate. They don't want me to read their nonsense on the air. Why not? Come on. Get some testiculos. Get some cojones. Some huevoses. Some uh, balls. Somebody wrote, oh, my phone just turned off. Loading. 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 Somebody wrote, fantastic stories you do. Heart, heart. Cool. Cool. Someone said, I've been playing Alien Isolation on PS3. Hey, cool. I have that downloaded on my Xbox, awaiting my playing. Somebody typed in, Pokemon is overrated. I kind of agree. I kind of agree. And last thing here is just one word, Ovaltine. Well, the mug is round. The jar is round. Why not call it Roundtine? It's gold, Jerry. Gold. All right. That's the uh, community engagement, as some shows refer as to it as, as to it as. Changing the language. Yep. Yep. Somebody wrote. Somebody wrote to me. They sent me a personal DM, a direct message for those people who aren't good with, what do they call those, acronyms? I don't even know. I don't even know what they're called. Somebody, somebody actually had the, uh, they had nothing else going on. So they typed in that I come off as arrogant on the old podcast. I come off as arrogant. How dare they? How dare they? Who the hell wrote that? Craig. Craig wrote that. Speaking of Craig, look who's back. <laughs> look who's back. You didn't even bring a doctor's note, did you? What the hell? Did you bring me a doctor's note? Hmm? That's good to have your voice back. On the air. You might want to turn that up a bit there, Craig. You're, you're, you're a little rusty. I know you had some time off. You were sick. You were sick. So let's find out what the hell happened to you. Now, you had, had some sniffles, right? Yeah! And immediately, I thought that you had the coronavirus, correct? Yeah! So you went to the doctor. Did you actually get a test? Yeah! Oh, really? Okay, so... Uh, did you have it? I knew it. It would have been much better if you had it. Because that's at least interesting. You getting a test and not having is just a waste of a test. So you're one of those... Yeah. I'm sure they they probably have a stat out there. They have a million stats on this whole coronavirus thing. I'm sure they have a stat. Now Craig's one of them. He was tested. Negative. But just in the interest of paranoia, I, I'm convinced that it's a it's a false negative. So you're still wearing a mask, right? Right? You're wearing a mask. Yeah! Sometimes you're a heavy breather. Sometimes you laugh. And like like these little particles fly out of your mouth. I see it. They're droplets. They're called droplets, and they contain the virus. And that's why every time you leave, I have to scrub down everything. So what was the sniffles from? Because you did have a fever, right? Yeah! Yeah. Yeah, you had a fever, which is bad, but you didn't really have a cough. He, I know this because te uh, Craig texts me. So I'm just trying to build into this instead of reading his boring texts. 
So you had no cough, right? No! So what'd you have? He's pointing at his belly and he's making a uh, puke symbol. So like a food poisoning, food poisoning, right? Yeah! yeah you had food poisoning. But I still made you wait the 14 days just in case it was a false, um, or a whatever, false negative. Because you could still be positive. You could still pass it to me and I don't want it. God forbid I have the coronavirus and can't do a podcast. It would, uh, nobody, you know, the game would stop changing, as they say. As they say. So glad you're back, Craig. And you had a, a nice little vacation from the show. Did you actually like my solo show? No! Oh, yeah. It's kind of boring. Had no depth, no flavor. Had no flavor. What should we do? That's Craig talk, everybody. Nobody cares about Craig. Moving on. He's here. He's back. That's the that's the headline. If you're just interested in the headline porn, well, that's the that's the headline porn. Craig is back, and he tested negative. Tested negative. Maybe we'll we'll do some game breakdowns here. Do have a special guest joining us? He is. Prevalent on another podcast. Which podcast is that? He's on Bobby's Planet. Is that what it's called? Bobby's Bobby's Planet. No! Bobby's Galaxy. No! Bobby's Bathroom. No! Bobby's Whole Wide World. No! The Bobby's Worldwide Sports. No! Bobby's World. Yeah. Okay. Bobby's World Podcast. Part of the whole uh, Bobby's World Podcasting Network. Yeah, that's right. Kron's bro. The bro. The bro is going to join us. The gentleman's name is Scott. So he's going to join us as soon as Craig patches him in. We're all waiting because uh, we can't really we can't hear anything. Oh, Craig's rusty. He's rusty. All right. Here he is. Scott. Hello. Hi. Okay. Nice to have you. All right. The, so... I played, I think I played, yeah, six games. I've been gone for so long. I've been gone, 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 gone so long that I played six games in the meantime. Gone, 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 gone so long. Six games made it through. Well, I haven't made it through all the... Oh, here's what I played. I played Hellblade. I talked a little bit about this last episode. Hellblade. I finished it. It's about uh, a crazy woman. Who is dealing with some personal trauma and some PTSD, and it's pretty convinced. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Pretty convinced the whole game happened in her head, and she just pretty much took a stroll through the park. She has these constant voices in her head, like the ASMR voices that I demonstrated last episode. She has those constantly going through her head, and if that's kind of what schizophrenia is like, I don't really encourage this, but I would jump out the frickin' window. I'd be gone. I can't. I could not handle that. That's annoying. It's bad enough when I'm doing stuff and my kid is like, Daddy, 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 Mario, Daddy, Mario, Daddy, Mario, Mario, Daddy, Daddy. That's almost as bad. But it's, it's kind of like a, yeah. Um, 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 I don't know. Where was I talking about? <laughs> I messed my whole self up. The Hellblade. That chick is haunted. That's haunting. Whatever, uh, what is it called? Uh, whatever. Whatever. She's messed up in the head, okay? That's, that's the whole point. There's a guy's voice. The guy, he does like the bad guy. He's, he's, he's gotta be like the greatest voice in video game. On this show, we have a theme. Season two of the GOGP show, there's been sort of like a theme a developing theme. A lot of voice acting stuff. Started with the rated F. Now he's he's I think he's big time. Uh, we have we had the Patrick Hickey Jr. He was demonstrating his uh, his accolades, his uh, his prowess in the voice acting uh, world. So we have like a theme, and that's why so that's why I bring this up. But the guy who does the voice, I don't even know his name. Hartley Stephen Hartley. Something like that. I don't know. You'll have to look it up. I'm probably wrong. Craig doesn't know. He's, he's Craig's zoned out. He's on his phone. God damn it. 
oh, this is why I need to make, I need to, like, we need to, we have meetings, we try to, where I, I encourage him to come up with more sound effects. So, like, there shouldn't be a two minutes of the show that goes by without a sound effect, but he just doesn't, he's not that into it. Can't do it. I'm here, I'm here doing the heavy lifting while Craig's giving himself a, a pedicure in my studio. And he's got a mask on. His head's gotten bigger. What's going on with your head? How does it look bigger with a mask? And, like, you've definitely lost more hair. Definitely. Don't give me those eyes. I can tell. I can tell you're a little annoyed with your eyebrows. All right, enough about Craig. Jesus, the guy's voice. I'll try to demonstrate it. It was like, what? What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever tried to breathe in? And talk. That's what I'm doing here. That's, that's how I can mimic this guy's voice. He's like, Then what? You must progress through the woods. He had like major vocal. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I'm coughing so much. Great. I have the coronavirus. I got the row, row. I got the rony. Everyone's trying this now. If you're listening, you're, you're breathing in and talking. So I'll do it again. Do not proceed. This is all. A mirage. Greg's head has actually grown. Uh, I'm the bad guy. <laughs> Awful impression. It's something like that. Hundred times better. It's. I'm. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna go on record right now. I'm declaring it the greatest voice acting job in all of video game history. So there it is. And if Craig had a cool sound effect, he'd go like something like this. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, oh, yeah, we have a guest. Kron's bro, Scott. How do you feel? How do you feel about Hellblade? I'm sure you, you've played all these games. You've done your homework. How do you feel about it? What a disaster. Oh, okay. You didn't like it. Great. Great. You broke it down pretty accurately. Great analysis. I want to bring up Padre. From the fine folks at Feardemic. They sent me the game. So I've been playing it. I've been playing it. And I got to admit, it's a little tough to take in all at once. It's one of those, it's an old school uh, survival, adventure, horror games. The games that, they require a lot of brain activity to really get through. You're looking for items, you're using items in specific ways. And the path is pretty obscure. But the game is, it's, it's good. I like the game. Uh, the Patrick Hickey Jr. does the voice of the, the priest guy. And uh, he does a fine job. Great wit. Great humor in that, in that character. And uh, I believe he, he mentioned on, on this very show that he wrote a lot of the lines. So kudos to him. He did a good job. The game is, it's fine. It's, it's like Resident Evil 1-ish. It's got the fixed camera. And it's, it's it's in little bits and pieces. It's it's like a puzzle. It's like a jigsaw puzzle. You you do twenty five pieces a, a day, and that's kind of like this game. You find one key and you find the slot. Hey, you take a little break, because it can get frustrating, just walking around, and, and there's a, a lot of doors, and you walk through mirrors, and it gets a little confusing. And I get confused easily. Like I'm pretty much dyslexic, so I get lost, and I it's hard for me. Okay, it's tough, but I'll finish it. And I'm a trooper. I'm a trooper. Craig is laughing. Okay. Thanks, Craig. Thank you. Um, I had something else to say. No. Anything else to say about Padre? Padre, Padre. Padre. I'm ill-prepared. Ill-prepared. I'm going to get some hate mail on this. I'm going to get... They'll be like, Oh, the show was terrible. You were just talking and then you lost your train of thought. Oh, awful show. I'm going to listen to another podcast now. All right. Crab. Scott. How do you feel about Padre? Yeah, this game is awesome, bro. Oh, you liked it. Great. Awesome. Next up, The Long Dark. It's a game available on Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass, which of the segment is pretty much brought to you by because, well, we're I'm poor. I'm broke right now. I lost two jobs, and a lot of these games are on Game Pass. Hellblade was on Game Pass, and now Long Dark is on Game Pass. It's one of the newer ones they added. It's it's developed here in this very country of Canada. My countrymen 
made the game, and it's set right here in Canada. Actually, like northern British Columbia in the mountains. I don't know the area exactly, but it sounds like it's close to the ocean. So northern, like up by Alaska, it seems like. It's always snowing in the game, and there's mountains and bears and elks and wolves. And it's a kind of an eerie game. You don't really know what's going on. I like it. I like games that keep you on your toes. I like games that, uh, you know, you're lost. You feel like you don't know what the hell's going on. And uh, the more pieces you discover, the more intrigued you get. You know, it's kind of like um, uh, like a good a good TV show, I guess. And uh, they made, there's like it's like a survival game, obviously, which I have not mentioned. But you should obviously know that. It's a survival game. I like... I'm really discovering that I like survival games. I played Subnautica. I never did beat it. I'm playing Long Dark. I haven't beaten it. So I guess I like survival games, but I get, you know, I get uh, turned off. I kind of get burnt out. I haven't got burnt. I haven't been burnt out of Long Dark yet. Subnautica I should get back into. Long Dark. Yeah, it's basically... I don't... You don't... It's not just endless. Like in Subnautica, there's kind of a weak story. It just, just seems like uh, you're on your own. But in Long Dark, it's it's an episodic episodic game, and it's structured, and there's characters and a storyline, and you have objectives. And it's you're not going to get lost, but there's a lot of walking. I compare it to Death Stranding, if you if you know that game, minus the ghosts and minus the uh, you know the baby strapped to your chest. None of that nonsense. You're just a dude who crashes plane. He's looking for somebody. Somebody. I'm not going to give too much of it away. It's a good game. It's a good game. I like it. I will continue playing it. I'm on episode two. I'm a fighting a bear right now. Fighting a bear who consistently kicks my ass. Yeah. So it's kind of like Death Stranding with a bear stalking you. And one of the intriguing parts, fascinating parts of this game is you meet a woodsman who lives in the middle of nowhere. Everybody's gone except you meet a woodsman. And you're talking. You're talking. You strike up a little friendship. Of course, he needs stuff. And he sends you on a couple fetch quests. But don't let that derail you from playing this game. He sends you on a couple fetch quests, which are fine. It's a lot of walking. A lot of walking, a lot of camping, a lot of uh, killing rabbits. You break their, you hit them with a rock and then you break their necks. And then you, you start a fire and cook them. And if you get thirsty, you grab your tin can, fill it up with snow, and you melt the snow and drink it. That's the level of survival. And you find clothes. You're in charge of your clothes. You can double up your layers. It's just like living in Canada. Exactly. It's, it should be called Canada Simulator. But anyway, you meet the mountain man, and you, you start talking to him, and he sounds familiar. I couldn't put my finger on it at first, and I forgot about it. I did a, a quest for him. Then I get back, and the voice... Oh, it's it's like tickling my ear in a, a certain way. But I, I didn't really notice it at first, but then it's, all of a sudden it really started. This sweetness, like a sort of sweetness was entering my ear and just in and out, in and out, penetrating my ear. And that's when I realized the voice, the voice. It's David Hayter, the guy who did Solid Snake. That's why. And then, and then all I could... Then like all I could think about is Solid Snake kind of ruined the character for me, because it sounds just like Snake. <laughs> Took me a while to figure that one out. But why is why is Solid Snake doing this game? This game is pretty obscure. No one's who's heard of this game before it hit Game Pass. I know it was like a Kickstarter game. It was a Kickstarter game, and I think they're donating like proceeds to planting trees in a in a forest. So not a very well known game. But of course, Kron's brother, he joins us and he can't get a word in because I'm just jibber jabbering it up like crazy. And he's going to he, he's going to break this one down because he played it. And here we go. Go ahead. Here's your chance. Make it count, please. This game sucked again. Oh. Though, but just, you That's know, harsh. the game was doomed from the start. I, I don't even know uh -huh. how to describe this game. The jumping is very annoying. The swimming parts, very annoying. This game is horrible. Their power-ups are hamburgers. Three out of ten, this oh. game sucks. Let's, let's, let's move on to the next one. Oh, wow. That's, that's harsh. All right. Okay. That's fair. It's a fair opinion. Thanks. Uh, I played that. 
everyone sees this banana game if they have game pass this one's on game pass as well and you see this banana game and you pass over thinking what the hell is this a kid's game who cares it's a banana but i downloaded it i gave it a shot and the game is freaking awesome freaking awesome it's like one of the best games i played in a while like a 2d shooting game i love little 2d shooting games that that, that go by quickly they're just fun uh, like a palette cleanser it's like a palate cleansing game it's not a very long game it's such a fun game and you got to be a little skilled to get through it which i have some gaming skills that i've developed throughout the decades of my living uh it's a shooter it's a 2d 2d kind of running run and gun platforming game but you got bullet time you can dodge you can be right in front of a guy shooting you with his ak-47 assault rifle and you're just doing like ballerina spins dodging the bullet then you slow it down and then when you stop your spin you shoot him in the head it's a matrix type game and it's it's pretty good pretty well developed it's a fun game and i'm sure i'm sure uh kron's brother has a take on it yeah i didn't play i, I didn't play uh, the whole thing but you know it's kind of like the controls are kind of annoying oh okay cool all right all right I didn't find the controls all that annoying. Anyway, Mario Maker. Yeah, Mario Maker. Who plays that anymore, right? Well, they released an update, and it actually made the game interesting for another, like, 30 minutes. A whole half hour. They made, um, like, the world. You can you can make an overworld map and put your levels in an overworld map. So it kind of feels like a real Mario game. It's fun. I did it. I heard about it, so I hopped on. I played somebody's somebody's thing to get it to get in the zone or get a feel for it and then i made one of course and then i promoted it of course and nobody played it of course and then i moved on so that was that uh kron's brother he tried that one out too one out of ten yeah oh. i'm not talking about this okay he didn't like it he didn't like it i take it and last game i played there's a little beat em up floating around. I wanted to try it out. I know there's a the new Streets of Rage game is coming out soon. I've contacted the developer, the publishers. They will not give it to me for free, so I will not be playing that one, and I will not be talking about it. So sorry, Streets of of Rage Four. So I will talk about Brutal Rage instead. That's right, Streets of Rage's little brother, Brutal Rage. That came out recently. It cost about eight bucks, so I bought it. I think Streets of Rage is like thirty bucks. It better be for a beat 'em up. Thirty bucks for a beat 'em up? I can't. I can't. I can't pay thirty dollars in two thousand twenty for a beat 'em up. To beat 'em up, a brawler, side-scrolling brawler. It better be. It better be like the Metal Gear Solid of beat 'em ups for thirty bucks. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So I played Brutal Rage instead. And it's an alright game. It's normal as standard, uh, standard uh, beat 'em up, kind of eh, borderline, just ordinary and regular. It's kind of like Hellblade. It's just ordinary and regular. Hellblade has no depth, and uh, and uh, Brutal Rage has really no depth. As the typical boring beat 'em up storyline has a kick, there's a punch, there's some weapons, and a jump kick, and yeah. You've basically played this game before. The reason I wanted to do it because it was developed by one guy. And I wanted to see what one guy could make. You know, what kind of Xbox game. One guy. Yeah, one guy. He did the coding. He did the music. Oh, uh, excuse me. He did the music. He did. He wrote the story. He did everything. 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 One guy developed a game and released it on the Xbox. So I bought it to support him, and I wanted to know, because if I develop a game, well, that's what I'm up against, because I'm one guy, and I might one day want to develop a game. I might. I might. I might, Craig. Don't give me that attitude, Craig. I might. Okay, so let's, uh, uh, Scott, you played that game too. How'd you feel about it? This what? game is a lot of fun when you're playing it with other people. Oh, Once yeah? I discovered that war. Oh. That's it, man. I was uh, I was locked in. Barbecue, burgers, and beer. We gotta play this game. Love it. Well said. Thanks for joining. Thanks for joining the program. Come back soon. And uh 
Tell your brother hi from me, all right? Bye-bye now. Uh, let's go to uh, I need a little break here. I need to regroup. Been, I've been rambling for half an hour. Play a little song. Uh, Craig, hit us up with a tune. Shout out to Todd. He actually wrote me a message saying I can play anything I want to related to Gamer Scrooge. And I can also have all the bath water. He said, drink it, put it in your butt. I don't care. Give yourself animals with it. He was kind of, that was kind of rude. He said he doesn't care. He's done. He's washed his hands of the whole Gamer Scrooge thing. He's busy. He said, do whatever I want. So there you go. Craig, I was thinking, 90% of all games, they they seem, they they start off as a walking sim. Like when you're developing a game, you got a sprite, first thing you do is make a walk. Doesn't matter. So all games are pretty much walking sims at the beginning. Think of Super Mario Bros. Just think of it. If it wasn't for the jumping and the shooting of fireballs, that's a walking sim. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting that you're playing Gamer Scrooge. Because that guy, I forgot about this. He went on his show and he beat the NES game Rambo. He did it in one sitting. That is not a pleasant game to play. And who even beats that game? No one's beaten that game. Gamer Scrooge did it. He found a glitch and beat the damn game in one sitting on his TV show. That doesn't get enough press. It's not talked about. Need some credit for that one. Have you been keeping up with the old Instagram there, Craig? No. So I'm doing this thing where I spin. I found a random site that has a a, a, a wheel and you spin it. You can put in put in values into the wheel. So I, I put in every single NES game, all like 700 and whatever, 38 NES games. And then every week I'm going to spin the wheel. And whatever lands on, that's the game I'm going to talk about. Pretty clever, huh? It could be anything. Yeah, people have to tune into those videos. I'm going to make a little one-minute video. One-minute, 90-second video every week about the spinning of the wheel. It's good stuff. People people are watching the video. I don't know if they care. But hey, people can join in. Hashtag random NES. Randomness, get it? That's clever, too. Yeah, nothing but cleverness coming out of this this brain. This brain of mine. But then, you know, I got I got a little jealous of this guy who made the spinny wheel. I want my own random random uh, game picker. I want my own random thing. I want my own program. I don't want to rely on his spinning wheel. And I am a Harvard student doing computer science, so I should have the abilities to code up a little program. So I did it. I've been working on it. And now it's consuming my life. Yes. Consuming my... Well, I don't have a job, so... Instead of doing my, my, my normal job that I am used to doing in like like six five or six hours a day, I just substitute that with coding. So I got a little program in the makes in the works. I got the engine going. It works. It works. It picks a random game. I just have to make it look nice. I have to make it cosmetically nice. I have to animate. I'm not I hate drawing. I'm not a 
if anyone's listening and they can do wicked drawings, like uh, it could be like a retro style. What do they call those things? Whatever, you know what I'm talking about. Pixel art. That's what I'm thinking of. That's the word. Pixel art. If you're going to pixel art and you want to help, hey, let me know. I'm, d- I'm doing it myself. It's taking forever. That's that's the biggest hurdle. Like, I coded it up in, like, three days. Took, like, yeah, all week, 30 hours last week. Now I'm back at it. Yeah, it picks random in these games, so I'll be doing that instead of the big wheel soon. Pretty cool, huh? Pretty cool, and, I, and whatever game it lands on, I'll play. I'll play. I don't own every game, obviously, so I have to emulate. There's a lot of anti-emulators out there, but screw them. Screw them. They don't listen to this show. This show is sponsored by emulation. You know me ways I can emulate a game? I got a Wii. That's hacked. I got this PS Vita. That's hacked. That's my go-to because I can whip it up, pull it out anytime I want. And I can play it on the potty. And I got an Xbox. Yeah, an Xbox. That'll play anything I want. And if I get really desperate, you can put emulators on the on, on the Dreamcast. But it's not for that. You don't need to do that. The Dreamcast is easy to do anything with. It's like one of the greatest consoles ever. You just burn a game. You don't even have to hack it or modify the console. You just burn the game and it'll play. Whew. That's... Sega's... Sega. People think Sega's garbage? No. Sega's the best. They made it easy for us. Gamers! To play every Dreamcast game. When did it come out? 1999? Yeah, 21 years later. 21 years later, now we can play every Dreamcast game for free and easy. Oh, what should we do? Move on to the Cron Talk. Cron Talk. All right. All right. I don't listen to the Cron show. People people write notes for me. They transcribe it word for word. They let me know what's happening. Every time I, my name's mentioned, I get a little uh, message. I get a message. Cron's listening to this. Well, people are ratting him out. People are ratting him out. And, uh... One fan of the GOGP, GOGP show listened to the Cron show, and they're not happy. They're not happy about his brother being a poor man's Craig. His brother was on the show today, so I like him. He's a good kid. He's a good kid. He's a young man. He's a fine young man. And he, he, it, it sucks to be a 20... He's like 20, 21, 21-year-old. 21 it sucks being a 21-year-old in this world, in this world of lockdown. The lockdown era. Because you got to get out and mingle with the ladies. So... He's, yeah, well, okay, he's a poor man's Craig, and that, that listener's opinion, and uh, my opinion as well. So there's that. And Kron, if you, in case, in case you don't listen to the show, I'm providing a service. In case you don't listen to Kron's show, Bobby's Worldwide Podcast. If you don't listen to it, I'm going to provide a service and, and let you know what's going on, because he does mention me a lot. He talked on his, one, of, one of his last episodes, he talked about his hairdresser for about 30 minutes, it says here. Somebody wrote this in. His hairdresser, yeah, okay. That's that's excellent. And then uh, he talked about getting a finger in his asshole. And, oh, when he was wiping. Oh, wait, he was using cheap toilet paper and his finger slipped in his asshole. Well, that's, that's one loose asshole. Come on, let's be real. Yeah, we've all had the drag. The finger pokes through and it drags the sphincter. You know, you drag your finger. You don't penetrate the sphincter. You're... Cron... Cron, baby, you're listening. I know. I hear you listening. I'm talking to you. This is just me and you right now. You're wiping a little too hard. I'm worried that you're going to get fissures and stuff. You know, my grandma had a fissure. And it didn't work out well for her, if you know what I mean. You got to loosen up on, or like soften up on the wipe. Your finger shouldn't be going into your asshole. It should, like a drag is fine. You just wash your finger, but... You're like molesting yourself. Cron, cron, cron. He's tapping his G spot with his finger. Just uh, while he's trying to wipe himself. Trying to wipe himself, yeah. Uh, Oh, we have a treat. Craig sent this to me. Somebody tipped off this little bit. This little thing. We're going to put it up. Oh, you want me to do it? Craig, you going to want me to? Oh, I have to work the stuff now? Hold on. Loading. Loading. What is this? Okay. Water bug attack. Bobby Red 7-Eleven on YouTube. Uh, so I'll just uh, preface this with a little explanation. Somebody wrote in. Kron got a, he hates, he hates ladybugs and a ladybug attacked him. Okay. 
Ladybug attacked him. And this is surveillance video of him. What is he? He's mopping a floor or something. All right, we'll watch. Oh, okay, the audio's gonna come through. All right, so he's pushing. Oh, it's a broom. It's a big giant broom. He's pushing along. He's got his Joe DiMaggio sweater. Oh, he just kicked his shoe off. Okay, he's Jimmy. He's got the Jimmy leg. Oh, that's oh God, <laughs> what's he doing? He's like moving. He's going around in circles. Doing the shimmy leg and his pants fell down. <laughs> that's a good move. So his pants are at his ankle. Okay, he's removed his pants now. Ever so cautiously. He's standing, it looks like a th male thong of sorts. With his legs, his bare legs. And his ankle high socks. And now he's looking in his pants like he sharted. Like when you shart, you take off your pants and you look down them to see if there's any shart stains. With his undie, yeah, he's standing there in his male thong. With his Joe DiMaggio t-shirt. Pantless, okay. That dance, can we go back to the dance? I want to see that again. Alright, here we go. Okay, so he launches the shoes, shimming the one leg. Jimmy, Jimmy, the Jimmy, now he's moving around. Oh God, <laughs> Counter, a count, a clockwise rotation, a backside yeah, clockwise wow. rotation. Kicking out his leg like he's Angus Young of ACDC and his pants fall down at the exact same time. Wow, that is some dance. I need to recreate, we should have the Quran challenge and everyone recreate that dance. It's called Water Bug Attack and username BobbyRed711. There you go. The Kron challenge. And now I have to do that. Do we all need to be wearing the male thong? And this is like in a public place, it looks like. It looks like a school or something. There's like a radiator there. <laughs> well, because of a ladybug, dude? Oh my god. He probably went and fingered his asshole right after this dance. Oh man. And here's... Okay, we have a sample. You have a sample of what you're missing from the Kron show. In case you're not listening to that. And what's wrong with you for not listening? It's a great show. He does his best. He's an excellent podcaster. Maybe not a great broadcaster, but he's an excellent podcaster. And that's, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. He's doing a show. It's very informative. I read the transcripts. Uh, of course, every mention of me is highlighted, so I just read those. But sometimes I, I get... I read a little other portions and you learn. He did some X-Men stuff and I learned about X-Men. I learned more than I thought I needed to know, but that's the way it works. I Now I know it and I'm better off for it. So let's do, uh, um, he had a, Kron interviewed a gentleman. Um, um, I have this, I don't know who he interviewed. It's in my notes somewhere. Crap, crap Craig. Craig, get away from me. I'm reaching over here. I don't want to touch you. I don't want to touch your airspace. Where the hell is it? Where'd it go? Craig, I had some... Okay, well, I, it was some sort of athlete. I can't... I don't know who it is. Anyway, Kron interviewed some guy. I think he's some sort of athlete. And uh, I can't find his name. Sorry. Sorry to the gentleman, the, ath the athletic gentleman. Um, so, yeah. And this is how... This is the actual interview. This is it. I'm going to play it. This is what you're missing. Thank you. <laughs> I, was, I was like, this is crazy, bro. That is crazy, man. You just want to record this podcast now? Huh? huh? You just want to record this podcast now? This is the actual interview. Uh, yeah, we could do that. Hold on. Let me, let me get my, let me get my charger. All right. <laughs> my phone's on low. Hold on. What's up, babe? Okay. All right. My wife says I sound like an idiot while I'm, while I've been drinking all day. So maybe not tonight. I don't know. Do I sound like an idiot right now, Bobby? Enter crickets. Bobby's busy. Oh my God. Maybe a ladybug touched him. Oh, I'm here now. Oh, he's doing the shimmy. The one leg shimmy. Some interview. Oh God. You all right, Bobby? All right, I'm back. Oh, all God. right. What's up? Finally get this. Nothing much, man. All right. <laughs> My first interview ever. Cool. You want me to interview you or do you want me to get interviewed? 
<laughs> we could do a little. Why, but let's do a little bit of both, bro. All right. So I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little nervous. Why? Hey, turn this off. I don't know, dude. Never interviewed nobody before. Turn that off. I'm getting. I feel. I need to take a shower. Man. Okay. I'm gonna. I might have to talk to the Kron off the air. I'll give him some pointers on interview. Don't worry, Kron. I'll. We'll, we'll talk off the air. We won't do it on the air. We'll talk. We'll have, we'll have a conversation. I'll give you some pointers, okay? Um, yeah. I'll give you some tips on editing as well, because that that portion didn't need to, need to be in. Um, yeah. I, I imagine that's what the lit gaming are. Oh my god, my voice just cracked. I mean, I imagine that's what the lit gaming arena would sound like, minus the editing. I think uh, Justin over there at the Lit Gaming Show, he's he's editing up a storm always. His shows come out two weeks after they're recorded because of the editing. I imagine it sounds something like that. So he shines them up pretty nicely. So that's that's the Kron segment. He's been talking about me. And he I also been hearing rumors that he's been saying that I have burner accounts. I don't have burner accounts. I'm a busy man. I'm a Harvard student, playing games like crazy. I'm setting world records. I'm number one on my achievement uh, list thing for the month of April. Number one. That's an achievement in itself. And a whole bunch of other stuff that I don't even want to get into. And I have, you know, I have a three-year-old son. People with a three-year-old son, they, they're no, they don't have burner accounts. I'm not sending fake messages. But, you know... I do have a, a nice fan base and I do support them. And I want them to go listen to the Kron show because after the train was put back on the rails for that interview, I'm sure it was pretty good. I, I have no idea. I have no idea. I assume. I assume. Kron's a he's a he's a good personality and he knows what he's doing. He 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 uh he would never he would never uh yeah. Yeah, he would never never. Uh, I had a thought and it went away. It happens, you know. You know, it happens. He knows what to do when it comes to entertainment. He has one of the... His Instagram is like a hit. It's one of the biggest rising... It's like the biggest rising account in the universe right now. You know how like when weed became legal in Canada, it became like the hottest industry? Well, the Kron just became legal. And he's now the hottest account on Instagram. Everybody's following the Kron. Loves it. He's basking in this new fame. His brother loves it. His brother gets to go on a podcast. And his brother gets to stop by here and break down games. He's good at breaking down games. His his takes are hot. They're sizzling. It's great. What should we do? Headline porn time? I think, I think we've uh, dragged this on long enough. Episode number 15, I believe. Are we up to 15? Craig, do you know? We're up to 15, I think. Yeah. What, should we play another song? Like, are you ready? Craig, ladies and gentlemen. Craig, getting his shit together. Had like two weeks off. Had two weeks off, and now he's lost. Craig, Craig, Craig of the jungle. Craig, 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 losing his hair. Craig, Craig, Craig of the jungle. Play some porn music, please. Thank you. Now I'm not prepared. I'm not prepared. We'll do some headline porn. Everybody's favorite segment on the GOGP show. Getting in that news. Getting in that groove. Getting off. Any way you can here. Carmen Electra says she and Dennis Rodman had sex all over the Bulls practice facility. That's hot. That's hot. Democrats aren't convinced Trump will leave office quietly. Yeah, turn this down a bit. The computer algorithm that was among the first to detect a coronavirus outbreak. All right, it just leaves you hanging on that one. New theory of everything unites quantum mechanics with relativity. Yeah. Brain implant lets man with paralysis move and feel with his hand. Hey, that's, that's good news. These Harvard researchers are discovered, just discovered the greatest sales hack. Hey, yeah, my classmates, maybe. 
America's face mask culture is changing and their meaning changes too. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Six, social distancing mistakes that may be putting you at risk for COVID-19. 14 cat posts everyone should start their week off with. Dr. Fauci warned in advance that someone needed to tell Trump you can't drink bleach. How to turn your your PC into a switch. That's, that's good. This dessert is like coffee cake and banana bread had a baby. And it's silly how good it is. Kristen Cavallari accuses Jay Cutler of inappropriate conduct in divorce filing. Illinois man who spent retirement delivering handmade crosses to mass shootings has weeks to live. We'll do another 30 seconds here. Okay. Oh, there we go. We're back in it. Round two. Let's go again. Leader of North Carolina anti-lockdown protest tests positive for COVID-19. Well, that's irony. Mel Kuyper thinks one team had the worst 2020 NFL draft. Yeah. Harry Reid says the American people deserve to be informed about UFOs. All right, we're nearing the end here. I'm almost, the lotion's dry. The Project Oris concept puts a projector lens inside an Xbox controller. That sounds pretty cool, actually. Yeah, last one. Let's make it big. Trump in talks to sideline Fauci. Bricks during coronavirus briefings. And that's going to be it for the headline pornography segment of this one. We're going to probably... Craig, guess what? Does this mean we don't have to do a show for another two weeks or what? Are you good to come back? Well, I'll keep writing notes then. We've got like five more episodes to do. More fans to please. We're in high demand. Entertainment right now is in high demand. Like, think about it. Think about all the movies that are getting watched. All the games that are getting played. All the songs that are getting heard. And like those drawing, that drawing bullshit on YouTube that my kids into. That's the number one fad right now when it comes to viewing. People are learning to draw and they're watching those dopey videos. And I wonder how many people are watching Gamer Scrooge videos. I'm sure he's up to like thousands of views. He's going to be more popular in death than he ever was in life. Just like Jesus. Just like Jesus. That's right. And that's how we're going to end this show. A comparison between Jesus and one gamer Scrooge. I am the ghost of Gamer Pass, and this is the GOGP Show.